Good night, guys. Oh, it's been so long since I've recorded. I don't even remember the last time I posted. I needed to take a break from social media the last few weeks. I don't know. I found Instagram was making me depressed. And I came out on Facebook and... I mean, on Facebook, there's nothing to think because nobody really posts anyway, so there's nothing to feel, but I have really, really just, I don't know, I've got all my energy back. I felt really good not posting and just kind of being in my own little bubble. That's kind of what I've done the last few weeks. I've kind of stuck myself in a bubble and kind of stayed there. And it felt good not looking at other people's posts, not looking at other people's journey in their cancer treatment, not looking to see who was really paying attention to my own journey. It just kind of felt good to kind of just be on my own. Um, anyways, today I got not good news, probably not the greatest news. I wouldn't say it was the best news. I don't even know how I feel. I'm still kind of like in disbelief. I've heard so many times, hey Francine, you're so strong, you're so strong, you're so strong. And it's like, well, how else else are you supposed to be during this process? Like, am I supposed to fall apart because they tell me do you have cancer? Am I going to fall apart because my life is shortened? Am I going to fall apart because I'm going to have surgery? I don't know. I mean, maybe I should. And I think I think that says there's something wrong. I, f- I kind of felt these last few weeks that there might be something wrong with me, the fact that I'm not falling apart. Because I don't think that's normal. We should be falling apart. We should be... We should be devastated by the things that are going on in our life. Have I become that numb to to crap that I'm just so okay with everything? I don't know if that's how I want to be. But anyways, that's neither here nor there now. That it really doesn't matter. Um, today, oh, I should probably say, so in the last few weeks, I haven't posted. I, it's been a long time since I posted. Anyways, I've gone through five five radiation treatments on my back. Um, they finished last Friday. Um, last Sunday, I think it was the first week in the last week in April, I did a CT scan to check. My oncologist had told me when I met with her, when I talked with her in March, that she wanted to monitor my cancer to see how aggressive it was. So it would be done you know, two to three months. So I did a scan a week and a half ago on my body from my head down to my torso, basically, to see if any new lesions had appeared. Um, Today I met with Dr. Yellamanchelli and she, um, she basically passed me the box of tissue. I don't know if that... That alone should have probably said a lot to me. Before she even went into it, she asked me multiple times, are you sure there's not anyone you want to call? Are you sure there's nobody you want to go into this call with? And before she even shared the news, she said, 
she commented on how strong I was. That should have probably been the first indication to me that the call, that our visit wasn't going to go well. Anyways, um, I got there today, we did blood work, and then I waited for over a half hour for her to come into the room. And when she did come into the room, as I mentioned, she, uh, she started with, do you remember what we talked about two months ago in regards to your cancer? And I suggested that you had mentioned that it was, it had spread to one other area. She had referred to it as Olegio or something, some word that starts with an, oh, I don't even remember now, saying that it had only gone to one other spot. She had stated to me that at that time it was a stage four, was not to be taken lightly, and that she didn't know how aggressive it would be. However, the good thing was that it had only spread to one other spot, being my bone, and that that meant they would fight it as aggressively as they could, using all forms of treatment, surgery, chemo, and radiation. Which is what started with the radi- with the surgery where we went in and removed my my breast, the lump, and the lymph nodes. Today I thought we would be talking about chemo. And as she discussed with me today is that we won't be doing chemo. She doesn't really think that it's gonna benefit me right now. Um because no new spots appeared on my head, no new spots appeared on any of my organs. However, three new spots have appeared on my back, which now brings a total of lesions on my back to four. So it wasn't what I was expecting. Definitely wasn't what I was expecting, considering I've been feeling really well, you know, lately. Um, I don't even know where to go from there. What do you do with that? You have four more lesions on your back guess I thought it would be easier if it was a lung I thought it was easier if it was my kidney I thought it was easier if it was my uterus but we take each organ for granted we think that hey you know one does this one does that not realizing that they all have their functions my back is what supports me it's what keeps me standing it's what keeps me walking. I'm going to tell you something right now. If you think that bone metastatic or lung metastatic or uterine metastatic, any one of them are any better. They all have their function. I feel my back every time I get up. I feel my back every time I step. Every time I walk. And if you think that that's something that is nothing... You know, you don't realize that if I used to be a very, very active person, very athletic. And for years, I stopped working out because it caused me so much discomfort. And I heard, you know, I knew a lot of people like, oh, you're just making excuses. You just don't want to work out. And I did, you know, at first I was like, you know, it's probably just laziness. But I really was in a lot of pain. And I remember even getting mad at my trainer at the time who I had hired because I was like, how could you not? recognize that I'm hurt and you don't call me but as years went on to find out I realized this pain that I used to complain about on my back which stopped me from being so athletic and so fit and kind of sitting on my ass and being dormant 
was a real true pain. It was cancer that had spread into my back. Now to find out after I've been so excited about looking towards the future of being able to restart, to reactivate that part of myself where I can move again and I can possibly walk or I can possibly run or I could possibly lift only to find out that now I have three more, three more lesions on my back. Definitely wasn't what I was expecting today. So, anyways, there goes that. I don't know, what do you do? What do you do? What do we do? Do we, do we, do we cry about it? Probably not. Do we get depressed about it? Probably not, because it's not going to change anything. Anyways, what was surprising to me was the fact that I don't get chemo. I don't know if that's good or if that's worrisome. Something for me to be scared about because I just, I don't know how you treat cancer without chemo. Um, Because technically chemo cancer is in my body. So the fact that she's not treating it just means to me that she thinks obviously that it's, it's not treatable. She did say to me today, she goes, it is going to come back. She knows it's going to come back. It's, they're just, I realized, and I, and I had thought this a few months ago, that they were just kind of waiting for a new lesion to appear. That's really all it is. It's just a waiting game. And this is what people don't understand about cancer. Once you have cancer, it's always at the back of your mind. It doesn't go away through diet and eating healthy and living right it just it stays and it lingers and you constantly every single time you have a headache or every single time you have a pain in your rib or in your chest or in your back or you're breathless you are thinking do I have did my cancer spread and I don't know if people recognize it like you have to live with that forever when I go up the stairs at, in the day and I have a hard time breathing, I'm saying to myself, flip, do I have cancer in my lungs? My back hurts, so my cancer spread to my back or did my cancer spread to my lungs? <laughs> my belly swells in the morning and I think I'm constipated or bloated. I'm thinking, flip, is my liver, like liver or kidney flipping, you know, infected? You don't know. You are constantly, always, the back of your mind wondering where the next bit of cancer is going to pop up in your body. It doesn't just go away. It doesn't just disappear. It stays and it lingers and you think about it all the freaking time. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and... Uh, try to explain it because I don't know I think I was spending my whole life pondering it today when she passed me a box of tissues she said to me Francine you're just so strong you're such a strong woman even as she walked out at the end of the visit she's like you're really a strong woman hold on to that strength and I'm just like it's that bad that you just can tell me that I need to hold on to my strength like what else am I supposed to be 
Who else am I supposed to be at this moment? Tell me who I am supposed to be at this moment when they tell you that you are at stage four breast cancer. Who am I supposed to be? I don't know who I'm supposed to be. They just say to me, you're strong. Well, who else should I be at this moment? Should I be falling apart? Should I be losing my mind? Should I be, I don't know. (laughs) And that's the funny thing because they just, they say it to you like you're not expected to be. Well, who else should I be? I don't know who else I should be. This is new to me. Obviously, this whole experience is completely new. I don't know. Anyways, I don't know. I still can't grapple, grasp the entire thing. I can just only take one day at a time. Breathe in and breathe out. The sad reality is I'm going to die. That's the truth. I'm going to die. When? I don't know. But I am going to die. That is the reality she said to me today. I am going to die. I mean, God forbid I could die of a heart attack tomorrow. But the truth is, if I don't, cancer is going to kill me. In the next As she said to me, I might have two, possibly seven years of life. As long as, as we said, those scans that I have to take every two, three months keep coming back clear. But God forbid if anything changes in the next year, God forbid a spot appears on my lung or a spot appears on my kidney or a spot appears on my uterus, that that number is completely wiped out. That number is completely changed. And that whole thing that you have for your future, any thought of what you were planning to do in the next two to seven years is completely gone. I don't know if that is what... I can't can't properly register that in my system because that number can fluctuate. I... I can try to control it by changing my diet. I can try and control it by eating differently. I can try and control it by taking all these alternative treatments she has to offer. She's like, oh, right now I have like seven different treatments I can give you. Which, again, all these treatments are just to prolong my life. Doesn't necessarily, but it prolongs my life. It doesn't guarantee me a good quality of life. There's a big difference, and that's what people don't realize. I can take this treatment, and I can prolong my life and be on meds and be in pain and walk with a cane and require assistance or disability on these meds for the next seven, possibly, maximum, she said. If it was just the bone, it would have been 10 years. However, that has now dimmered down to seven she said, two to seven, two to seven, possibly two to seven. And that, um, again, like I said, no new spots. So, um, but the reality doesn't change. I am going to die. I'm not, I may not live till retirement. I may not live to see my daughter's 20th birthday. 
highly doubt I'm going to live to see my daughter's 20th birthday. I'm down, I'm going to see my grandkids grow a little bit older. And I mean, I am so fortunate again that I even got to meet them. So I mean, I'm not going to stress about that. But thank God I won't die in a wheelchair, hopefully not. That's what I'm trying to prevent. I don't want to die in a wheelchair. Anyways, this visit has been so long and has taken so much of my, so much of me today. I don't know what I want to say anymore. I just know that the road ahead is going to be a difficult one. It's going to be a difficult one. I don't know. I have to maneuver through the next how many months of my life and try and stay positive and stay upbeat and stay afloat knowing that I have no idea what's going to happen ahead. I really don't. Anyways, um... This call has probably, I mean, not this call, but this message has probably gone on longer than I anticipated it would. Sadly, you're going to hear my kids in the background talking and discussing things. I needed to vent today. I needed to get this off my chest, so I couldn't wait for a moment when they were completely gone. I had to make do with the little bit of time I had. Um, pretty sure I'm going to vent again in the next few weeks when I have no idea but I have a feeling it's going to be sooner than later um, I don't know anyways guys that's a s- small but heavy dose with Frankie tonight I know it's been a while, and I know it's probably heavier than what you wanted to hear, but it's really fucking heavy for me. I can't even tell you how heavy it is. I feel like I'm carrying this huge weight on my chest, and I don't even know what the hell to say about it. It's just been like, I don't know. Anyways, I just want to say that I will manage. I always have. I will get through this. I hope to God I will beat this. I mean, apparently I can't beat it, but I hope that I can sustain at least the next good quality of life for the next little while. Anyways, she said she'd get back to me in the next two weeks. She's going to talk to the team. See if she can get me to any trials and stuff and all that other stuff and see what happens. But as of right now, I'm just supposed to stay positive and keep a box of tissue on standby, I guess is what it is. I'll probably need, probably should reach out to my doctor and get um, flipping antidepressants. Who knows? No, I don't even want that. I wanted love on life on pills. Um, anyways, I'm flipping now. I am just talking pure shit. So I'm going to let you guys go. 
I'm going to let you know that I will overcome this. I feel like I will, I'm not going to let my emotions define who I am. I'm not. And that's the one thing I can definitely count on is that I won't. But I'm definitely going to say that I was, I was dealt a blow today that I really wasn't expecting. And it's going to take me a little while to get out of this funk that I'm in. Anyways, good night. Thank you so much for listening to me. And I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye.